Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's Final Word Daily, the final day of the World Test Championship final. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, we're still here at the Oval where we've been for the last five days. Uh, and Australia are world champions. You can tell us all about that in a second after I remind you that this is brought to you by Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Jeff, 30 seconds, go. In 30 seconds, 164 for three when India resumed. Big dreams, Coley there, Rahane there, but seven overs later, Scott Boland got the edge from Coley, a screamer from Steve Smith. Two balls later, Jadeja nicks one. The next ball, Kais Barrett edges it over first slip. Could have been three and four balls for Boland. Wasn't quite, but even though Rahane and Barrett had a little partnership, Rahane nicks one from Stark after a while, and things fall away pretty quickly after that. They lost seven for 70. Lyon took three at the end. Stark took two at the end. Australia win by 209 runs after bowling India out for 234. How was that? Perfect. They did it in 24.3 overs this morning. Seven for 70 was what India added to their overnight tally of three for 164, five for 22. The collapse at the end, Nathan Lyon picking up four wickets, three for Boland, two of them today in the space of three balls that you touched on before and we'll come back to again. One for Cummins yesterday and a couple for Stark who needed them. Uh, but we yeah. won't delve too deeply into that. The Boland over is where it's all at, um, where the whole the whole match is won really because Coley and Rahane, I was on comms for the first half an hour, they did nothing wrong, but Australia did nothing wrong either. It's kind of what we lent to last night about they need to bowl in a way that's patient. They need to bowl in a way that doesn't snatch at it. And they did yep. exactly the right thing by opening with Boland, first over, pavilion end, Cummins, Vauxhall end. So the other, um, the opposite of what they did a couple of days ago when they started on what probably would have been day three, where Boland didn't put a foot wrong. Cummins was getting the ball to reverse swing. It was such immense pressure at pace from Cummins and, and using the, the pitch to his advantage and the ball to his advantage from Boland that half an hour into play, they've only added 15 and five of them for Coley, who was stuck in the, in the mid to high 40s. And yeah. in this over, the first ball uh, beats the bat, although they do use a review. Marnus thought he heard something, and yep. so did uh, Smith. As I said, you know, Marnus thinks he heard something. matter between him and his psychologist. Uh, but uh, and <laughs> but, Smith, but, Smith kind of agreed at second slip, and that built the pressure. And, and it's a build-up from the previous couple overs before that as well. So Boland gets four balls at Coley in one over, five balls at him in the following over, and then three more balls in yeah, the over it. where the wicket falls. And that includes the review from the first ball of that over the wicket from the third. So across those 12 deliveries, nothing's full. And, and he's just hitting around about that good length and just shifting the, le- the, the line and the length by a few inches each time. So one cuts back in. You yeah. know, there's, there's the, the decision that goes upstairs, the, the decision review. Coley's getting a little bit 
was sort of a little bit anxious about where the ball's going. He's, he's having to think really hard, and then he sees the one that's a little fuller and a little wider, and it's not quite full and wide enough to cover drive, but it looks like it's full and wide enough to cover drive compared to everything else that he's got. So he plays the shot, and he draws the edge. So Brat made a good point uh, earlier when we were talking about this. Coley getting an early boundary to get the crowd involved, and he couldn't. So he tried a few times to pierce the gaps through the offside, and that wasn't quite playing to right. him. So I see how it happened, right? So Boland, who was angling it towards Coley and to Rahane to that point, changes his approach. You mentioned the subtle grip movement. Where television's done a great job of documenting this week how Boland only modestly changes his grip for a very different result. And these were the ones going the other way, change of tactics, and yet yeah, pays off big time with Coley out three balls later. So two balls after the failed review. What a catch from Steve Smith, who's made an art form of diving to his right in front of, yep. well, fourth he's, slip. He, he's but, taken that exact catch about 30 times yeah, in his career. I mean, I was right behind it, perfect viewing spot to see it. And it was like it was in slow motion, partly because I've, I've seen this one before. We, we've seen Smith's fielding uh, instrumental in an Australian victory at Indoor earlier this year with that catch around the corner at leg slip to get rid of Pajara, who was the who was the man in possession that day. Well, it was Coley today after his seven boundaries we described last night. Just felt like when we got here today, uh, said in the intro this morning, the overnight's a beautiful thing, right? Like, yeah. you know, we had 16 and a half hours to think about what was possible with Coley and Rahane yeah. and 444 and world records. And, and, and to rationalise it, to think, yeah, well, yeah. okay, so 300-ish away, if they put on, say, 220 together, then... Required rate of 3.1, yeah. they're going at 4.2. We, we did everything, like, as anyone who has an in interest in test cricket would about seeing something spectacular yeah. today but it was only ever going to take Coley playing a false stroke like that Smith doesn't make a mistake and then two balls later Jadeja cops an absolute beauty from Boland round the wicket remember in the 05 Ashes Flintoff did this to Gilchrist all the time and it was seen as like a, a revelatory thing a guy coming round the wicket on the angle straightening it up off the seam after angling in I mean Boland did that exact thing to the other match winner in their lower yep. half Jadeja and when those two were gone the game was gone Pretty much so, and then Boland. I mean, he's got an unexpectedly nasty bouncer as well. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't kind of go the top of the helmet sort of bouncer length. He comes up around the collarbone, up around the throat, and uh, and that's what he did to Chaos Barrett as well, who who gloved that one away. So the thing about the bursts, I mean, that's almost three and four balls for Boland. How is it that he does this? You know, like I haven't written my <laughs> piece today, but this is what I was thinking about writing about. You've got someone who spent ten years on the least responsive pitch, maybe in the known world, unless you're you know, at, at St John's in Antigua or maybe the SSC in Colombo or prob <laughs> probably the ones in the running for the MCG before they relayed the square and, and got things sorted out at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Yep. He spends 10 years banging a length at the MCG and taking a wicket probably every 15 overs or something. And then he comes into test cricket and he's just got this knack of if he takes one, he takes three, four, five. You know, he, he, he's so often taken two in a couple of balls, three in an over, that kind of thing. That's right, isn't it? We, I think um, yeah, what we saw at Melbourne a couple of years ago kind of wasn't a fluke. Because he's so consistent, you translate what he was doing before to the international game where surfaces in the last couple of years have been juicier for whatever reason. Throw the Duke's ball in, which he's never had the... Well, he has used it. He averages 25 of the Duke's ball in shield cricket when they used it for four seasons between 2015 and, and 2019. Yep. But in these conditions, and I'm not saying the pitch was doing anything spectacular for him, but enough. And with a player like Boland, with all of those subtleties, enough is his load so yeah thrilled for him he took the last catch as well at backward point with Siraj reverse swept line straight to him it felt fitting that Boland who's been such an important part of this Aussie team in getting to the final and 
having that run that they went on and being so irrepressible at home over the last two summers that it was fitting that Boland was there at the end playing a big role in the final and taking the catch and stuffing the ball in his pocket. Nathan Lyons, four wickets closer to his 500 wickets as well, which he'll be eyeing yeah. off during the Ashes series. So that's useful after he, he wasn't required. It was uh, Someone suggested it as a Hall of Fame earlier in the game that he'd faced more balls in Australia's first batting innings than he bowled in their first bowling innings. Quite. Um, yeah, he only bowled uh, 16. Uh, four overs, four, four, Yeah, that's right, bowled four overs. And, yeah. and that is true. I reckon Lyon would have been the one who overnight might have been not affected by what's come before it, but... I still think that Lahore was so important last year with Lyon being able to bowl out Pakistan on the final day of the series. And yes, the misadventure of Headingley in 2019 and Karachi of 2022, Sydney of 2022, the Gabba in 2021, they do add up on a player oh, yeah. like Lyon. There's no doubt that we thought that run had broken at Edgbaston in 2019 when he took six for on the final day and overtook Dennis Lilly. Um, but he had this run again where it wasn't going well in the fourth innings. Well now, big tick in Lahore last year when it really mattered and a big yep. tick today. Even though it was only um, you know three wickets going through the bottom half, you still got to do it. And, and Nathan Lyon getting wickets in the first test of what is a, a six-week run of so much test cricket, that'll be huge for his confidence. Big tick energy. Um, and Mitchell <laughs> Stark picking up a couple as well after he was expensive. I've heard Very a, lot, expensive, a lot of people... Yeah muttering about whether he'll be left out for the first Ashes test. I doubt that will happen. But um, I think it comes back to this say. idea that like he needed to play in a game. I reckon yeah. he'll be a lot better last week than having played in a game this mm. week, which makes the Josh Hazelwood... He'll be better question. last week for having played this? That's that's some time travel stuff. Better next week than played next this week, week. sorry. Okay. Josh yeah. Hazelwood was bowling out in the middle just before after the yeah. end of the test match. He bowled eight overs this morning and another spell elsewhere, and, and he's had a pretty decent crack this afternoon as yep. well. So getting the miles up in the legs, but you know, as we touched on last night, there, there is a difference between net bowling and competitive cricket. So I, I reckon they might be a little bit worried about how they mm -hmm. set up in week one if they went to, they, they want Hazelwood to be 100% fit, no yeah. concerns whatsoever, and bowling the house down every single day between now and the first test. Otherwise, I, I reckon it'll be the same attack next week. Yeah, there's a very, very good chance of that. Um, I was interested to hear the comment from Rohit Sharma in the post-match where he said, you know, we're disappointed, but we'll have to get ourselves ready for the next championship. I, I thought that was yeah. that was forward-looking. Like, I was wondering what, say, at, at an administrative level, what the BCCI attitude might be, you know, having lost the last two of these, whether, whether they'd be inclined to say, oh, well, let's not bother pursuing this thing in future. But it seemed like for Rohit, that's a spur, like they really want to win one um, now and, and, and now there's you know there's some extra hurt attached to it and they want to make sure they come back. I wonder if there'll be agitation for the final to be yeah. to say go to the top place to be it'll a be an underbud in, the... it'll be an underbud not this the next one's already inked in for Lords. The one after that will be an underbud. I mean, it's the centre of cricketing power, and yeah. I know that underbud wasn't but a I think snake that, pit. Which would be fine if it were, say, you know, Sri Lanka playing the West Indies or whatever it is in that final. I, like, I'd like to see it. Um, I'd like to see them decide the venue after the teams have qualified to make it the most neutral possible venue. Yeah, it's a good idea. But I wonder whether they'll go to a model of the top place team gets a home final, that sort of thing. Oh, I reckon this has been great. Neutral venue, yeah, sure. If England make it, it'll be a home test for them, but. London is as neutral a place as you can get in world cricket. The Indian yeah. fans this week outnumbered the Australians, I don't know, 19 Nine out of 20. Yeah. You know, and they made a hell of a noise today. We'll come back to that in my Hall of Fame nomination. They were brilliant. I mean, Harsha Bogle said, after the, after the 99 World Cup, India have never played an away game since. Um, and sure, the surface doesn't feel yeah. like home, but the atmosphere does. The way that they responded to Coley walking out this morning does. So, yeah, I don't mind 
keep it here, doesn't bother me too much, uh, be it here or Lords. Sure, there's some old world graduated privilege in that, I guess, given that test yep. cricket, well, cricket started here and so on, or at least in the way we know it these days. Well, but, I'll tell you the other you thing know, for the ICC. If they hold it here, they can charge 200 quid a ticket. And if they hold it in Gaul, they're probably not going to be able to charge that true. much. That's true. So yeah, I, I just, there's yeah, a lot more money to be made. This just felt really good the whole way through. It was a fabulous venue for a World Cup final. Uh, the Oval is the oldest test venue in England. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it should be in Australia necessarily either, by the way. I just, if you're going to pick one country and throw a dart at the dartboard, this is as good as any in terms of having that that split of people given it's such a cosmopolitan city. And I suppose the historical, you know, come back to the, the place where it began kind yep. of kind of vibe if you're into that sort of thing, I suppose, if you're a jubilee kind of, kind of cat. <laughs> uh, shall we come to the Hall of Fame? Why not? The, the final f- word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. The test match has ended on day five. We've already said that we cannot, ma- cannot wait uh, to make it out to one of the two, or maybe both of the two. Westfield's in London this week. Uh, We're going to roller skate from one to the other. <laughs> well, it's going to start in the roller rink at one Westfield, and uh, hopefully there's one at the other Westfield. It might be. We're going to go to Copper Chimney. Uh, we're going to go Copper Hug at the Copper Chimney. Um, then we'll go to the Flippers Roller Boogie Palace. We'll do some putting at the Putt Shack. We'll go to All Star Lanes for some bumper bowling. We've told you about this all week. Uh, we'll keep doing so. Uh, it's great to have Westfield with us throughout the series, and not only this week, but the Ashes Test matches as well. So the plan is that Jeff and I will start recording and shooting some stuff from there, which will be lots of fun uh, and great to have them with us. Westfield.co.uk forward slash United Kingdom forward slash London. And what you will do is you will see everywhere you can eat, shop, play at Europe's largest shopping centre, London, Stratford City, Westfield, more extra, less ordinary. I'm going to go for a pretty ordinary um, effort for my Hall of Fame nomination today, which goes to KS Barrett, also to the other Barrett who's just tripped over a microphone lead and nearly knocked the tripod over in the background. Um, KS batting pretty nicely with Rahane, being there for a while, a couple of wickets fall at the other end, the tails uh, getting themselves out, you know, as they will do. But, you know, you're there, you've got the chance. What was he on? 20, 30? By, by this point, you've got a chance to make a little score, have a little nod out at the end. Um, he's got he's he's got Mohammed Shami at the far end at this point, doesn't he? And he's facing Nathan Lyon, and he faces that was it four balls or five balls of the over. Yep. They bring the field up, and instead of just chipping a little single over the top, he's like, I'm going to try to hit one into space. I'm going to send one up to the International Space Station, <laughs> where. Colonel Chris Hadfield can stick his arm out the window and take a catch. Um, horribly sliced, it ends up with Lyon taking the court and bowl, just just trotting away towards the um, the offside of the pitch. Who was that Australian astronaut? Was it was it Andy Murray or Andy Roberts? Andy I Roberts. Andy, Andy Roberts. The other Andy Roberts. The other Andy Roberts. Yeah, okay. not there's the, some, some mid nineties knowledge. Yeah, right yeah, that was that was. I don't even that know. Was if a big it's Andy, deal, was Andy it? something? I think it was Andy. It was Andy? Maybe it was Andy Murray. I know it was a name that. He's got some sporting. Andy work. Murray plays tennis. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But he, I think he also went to space. Not the same okay. Andy Murray. Great not, bloke. Not the same. Not report. the same way KS Barrett went to space or no. tried to go to space. It was a very um, un, uh, unpicturesque way to go at the end of, uh, the, towards the end of an innings to extend the lunch break as well. Because if you'd faced yeah, a few more yeah. balls, they go to lunch. They annoy Australia. They come back after lunch. All the rest of it. Instead, I've already had a bite to eat. Yeah. I had a curry already. Not as good as the curry I'm going to get at the. Uh, at the Westfield Copper Chimney the Copper Chimney but you know it's 20 past 2 at the moment where we're recording uh, right now it might have been 20 past 3 they could have dragged it out by another hour if he didn't play that shot my Hall of Fame really relates to the crowd the the response to Coley and Rahane when they walked out this morning was unreal I mean tickets were going for crazy prices last night I saw a couple on social media like five, six hundred quid um, oh. and, and I know that they didn't get 
what they hope to get out of today. India knocked over in Yeah, but they don't get a refund either, right? But they don't get a refund either, that's correct. And even if they did, they're not getting the, the price they paid. They're getting the sticker price yeah. refund to the extent yeah. that that is possible. But yeah, it was a huge, huge response. They wanted Kohli to do it so badly. And Rahane, massive credit to him. He played two shots down the ground early today off, it must have been off Mitchell Stark two drives down, just when they were rebuilding. There was a little time when Brent and Rahane were giving them reason to believe again. He ended up making 46 Rahane, but Jeezy batted well, and he was gutsy with the broken finger. Um, it was like a pendulum, as um, mm. one of my co-commentators said, the way that he was driving down the ground. And I hope that, we said it the other night to an extent, but I hope this is the, the rebirth of Ajinka Rahane. He's a fabulous cricketer. He's a gutsy cricketer. He's a what do you think? cricketer do you, of substance. Do you think I, they'll stay with him? I, I mean, I, I think they will. He, he batted too well. I, I, look, part of it will hinge on how Shreyas I comes back yeah. and when Rishabh Punt, fingers crossed, is available again. The configuration of the side with all of these things in mind. And I suppose yeah. the next major assignment will be against England in a few months' time. I'm not sure if they have anything. Oh, they've got the they, Windies. They've got the West Indies too. And so that's what's yeah. got me thinking, well, if you, you know, Rahana's not the future in a, in a long-term sense. So, and, and they've got, I mean, at least a dozen, you could reel off who, players yeah. who would be pressing. I mean, there are about a dozen guys averaging 60-plus in Ranji Trophy at sure, the moment. Sure, sure. So you've got options. You've got your I think, I think he, I think he's bought. So I think he's bought himself that... But that, it's whether it's necessary or whether you try to get your new gen in, send them for a couple of West Indies tests, get them settled in the team. I hope and, it's not the end. I hope this isn't a a full stop for him. I hope this is the start of part two because we've seen his class and I know that a lot of people really hate Ajinka Rahane. I get that. I know there'll be comments in the replies today, usual aggression about um, Rahane. That's standard practice whenever you talk about him. But he's been left out of the side and as Harsha has been saying all week, it takes a fair bit of substance to go back to domestic cricket, playing in front of nobody, to rebuild your game technically, the way he's met the ball this week further back, to make an adjustment like that, to use T20 cricket to play for CSK when he was... Uh, moved on from his other club and, and playing a title there and, and maybe in some part that's informed his resurgence as a test cricketer this week. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, I hope there's more to that story. Well, yeah, I, I, I just I can also say it the other way that this is a reasonable point to say it's it's the biggest game on the calendar and having performed really well and, and played your heart out, it's not a bad time to say goodbye. But who knows? That's the final word Hall of Fame for Westfield, London, Westfield, Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. And that's us as well. You can probably tell we're both absolutely knackered. But we can't stop and we won't stop. Our next destination is Edgbaston. Between now and then, we have a history show to make. Yep. Story time. That's next cab off the rank. Then a weekly show, which will be a bit of Ashes hype and some other bits and bobs on the way through. Yep. Then we'll have a Ashes at Birmingham An preview, preview show. That'll yep. be on Thursday. Then these will start again. On Friday. On Friday at Edgbaston. A great ground for Test cricket, as this ground has been as well. A brilliant host, the Kier Oval, through the week. That's it. Australia World Champions. They win by 209 runs. The first part of their mission is complete. And thank you particularly to the, uh, the handful of reasonable people in the replies yesterday. We see you and we appreciate you. Good night.